Hi guys, you're welcome to Chat Dex, where we make God a part of everything and believe a problem shared is a problem solved. I'm your host and my name is Ruby. Welcome to another episode on the Chat Dex. So uh, a few days back, I was listening to the news. <laughs> Trust me when I say this, I am not a news person at all. But I guess, you know, due to the current situations of things now, I tend to once in a while. So back to my story. This is me looking at the TV, you know, listening to the drama ongoing in the world. And then I see the rate at which domestic violence is increasing. And I'm surprised as to how people be killing themselves at home. I mean, it's sad that in times like this where so many people wish they could be around family and spend quality time with them. Others will get the chance to abuse it. I mean, come on now. Lives, families, careers, dreams, all gone. And you still have the time to fight? Instead of holding on to the one thing, which is family, that you have. I feel a lot of reasons why people fight and quarrel most times is because they've still not learned how to have healthy arguments. Proverbs 15 verse 1 says it very simply. A gentle answer deflects angers, but harsh words make tempers flare. Now, don't get me wrong. Arguing in relationship is normal, but the question should be, do my words build others up or injure their spirits? I believe there's a reason why we argue, I mean, the problem you're trying to resolve. Conflict in relationship is inevitable, but instead of viewing the argument as a bad thing, why not see it as an opportunity to learn more about your partner and how you can work together as a team? I remember a scripture that says, um, I think it's Proverbs 18, 21. It says, uh, according to message translation, it says, words kill, words give life. They are either poisons or fruit. So healthy arguments are less about the angers and more about disagreements of certain values between you and your partner. So without further ado, I invited a dear friend of mine to share her thoughts and tips on having healthy arguments. You're welcome, girl. I would like you to introduce yourself and your name and what you do. Okay, hi. Thanks for having me here. My name is Kara Joshua. I'm a medical student in the University of Portacos. Okay, so I've got a couple of questions that um, I believe will help us today. So are you ready? Yes, I am. Anytime you are. Okay. Okay, so my first question is, what is the best way to tackle disagreement? Okay, well, I would say the best time, the best time or the best way, sir? The best way. The okay, best way. the best way to tackle disagreement is by coming to a compromise. When both parties agree that they want the relationship to work and they value the relationship more than being apart or more than the current disagreement, then they can come to a compromise and put the other person's um, priority, prioritize the other person's rather story, and then make the other person to be more important than the current disagreement. Compromise, that's that's a very strong word because a lot of people don't like compromise. They they say it, but they rarely do it. So um, my next question is, when do you know the argument is unhealthy? Okay, well, that's a very tricky question. Um, the argument becomes unhealthy when the person becomes insulted sometimes. The person starts using 
um, calling you names when the person leaves the current situation and starts bringing back past issues then it becomes unhealthy also when the whole argument comes from okay between you and I and person keeps on blaming you 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 did this you didn't do this why didn't you you understand there's this constancy of you there's a constant blame on the other person excusing the fact that it's two people that have to make something work I if you understand yeah I get you then it becomes unhealthy when there's also this physical um when person is hitting the table pushing things down when it starts getting physical then it becomes unhealthy so um my next question is when is the best time to say sorry because i believe that sorry is something that a lot of people find very difficult to say in as much as it's just a word a lot of people find it very difficult to say so when do you think is the best time to say because i also believe that there are wrong times to say sorry so when do you think is the best time to say sorry? Okay, well, I would say I don't think there's a best time because it depends on the individual. There are some people that you know your partner, you know the person you're um, in a relationship with. There are some people that get upset when when they're shouting and shouting and shouting. And then if you say sorry at that point, it calms them down. While there are others that wouldn't even listen to you until the entire thing dies down and then later you can come back and say, oh, look, this was what happened, this was what happened. I apologize. You understand where I'm coming from? So yeah, you have yeah. to know the person you're with. You have to know the person you're in relationship with and be willing to follow the person accordingly. Well, I'll advise that you say the story while the person is all heated up and making noise and then also still say it after whichever way just be on the safer side when you say you're um, they should say sorry when the person is heated and then also say sorry when the person is calm it depends on the kind of person they are with because i believe everybody has different temperaments so the way i see things at that point might not be the way he will see things at yeah. that point because we women we are very vocal we just want to you know just say tell and say yourself you know what they talk but at that point, yes, maybe what you're trying to say is correct. Maybe what he did is wrong. You know, maybe what you're, what he's talking is nonsense. Instead of it bringing um, resolution, it increases the conflict. So I think there should be, it, I think it depends on the partner, generally. I think you should understand your partner to the point where you understand his body language, you understand his love language, you know when to just, you know, talk and when to just, you know, keep quiet. Yeah. So um, the next question what does the bible say about unhealthy arguments because i know the topic is healthy arguments no doubt but um a lot of people fail to understand that even the bible is against unhealthy arguments you understand mm-hmm. so can you like elaborate on okay, that um i'll just um say some parts of the scripture um in second timothy okay. 2 23 to 24 i'll paraphrase it says something about not um, having nothing to do with any foolish and ignorant controversies that break quarrels. This is the Bible speaking. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, in Proverbs 15, 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, and a harsh word stirs up anger. And then in Proverbs 29, 11, it says, A fool gives vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. The Bible basically is against all this foolish and ignorant talk. 
um, argument that is going nowhere. It has no beginning, it has no end, no head and no tail. And then that would go some other stuff about how like a soft answer can like turn away wrath. Like when we when someone is angry, like things are already looking like the person is about to get critical or is angry, getting upset. You can just say, Oh honey, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to do that. It can actually change a whole lot. And then the yeah. part about a fool giving vent to his spirit and the wise man quietly holding back is when you feel a lot of pent up issues, a lot of anger and then from someone does something that pisses you off. Usually a whole lot of issues happen and then you say nothing about it and then something so tiny happens and then you just want to like have an outburst. Yeah. It's only a fool that gives way to that outburst. Now there's something I believe. I believe that meditation has a lot of things to do with the actions of people. Now, when you begin to meditate on the wrong word, you just give the devil the room to attack. You know, don't just don't just open your mouth and vomit things because you have a mouth and you should talk, or or you just you just want to vent. Because at that point, you don't know where the person's state of mind is. So the words you say might go a long way to hurt that person. Okay. So the next question is a. Uh, have you ever been involved in an unhealthy argument and how did it affect you? Okay, well, I would say I've been involved in a whole lot of unhealthy arguments. Counting one to five in my head and I'm like, Lord, help me because I'm, <laughs> I'm not about to go into this, not now. And I just let it go. Um, the next question is, what is your take on the negative words people use when they are angry? Um, I'll say something. I'll, you already said something about it, but I'll stress more on the um, melancholic, for example, that's going towards the direction of the temperament. Those are the set of people that I usually can say they are usually moody and they brood a lot. Mm-hmm. The, someone like a melancholic now would definitely feel the effect of what you tell them. Because after a while, they go back and they start thinking about it. They start thinking, mm-hmm. okay, am I truly what this person said I am? And you be like, ah. And there's this thing I learned when I was doing sociology, self-fulfilling prophecy. You keep telling the person, you say, keep insulting you and telling you have a big head, your eyes like this, your nose is like this. And then you grow up believing, okay, my body is not good enough. I don't know if you understand what I mean. This yeah, thing, I get it. Keep telling her she's stupid. Keep telling her, calling her names. Well, that I shouldn't even mention right now. And then, eventually, the girl feels like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worth it. Like, I'm not. And that's how these abusive guys. That's how they actually behave. They talk you down. Try to talk yeah. you down. Try to bring down your self-esteem to the point where you yeah. feel like you cannot do without them. You feel you cannot function without them. You're alive. They're like your oxygen, your lifeline. So negative words are usually uh, the person I saying doesn't even know what they're saying. Might not even be able to remember that. Okay, I said this. So words are actually very, it cannot be overemphasized. Your words are very powerful. Now, I think change is constant. Because you met somebody this way doesn't mean they will end up the other way. Now, if you meet people that are not changing, my dear, change them. <laughs> because those ones, they need extra help and you cannot help them. So we need to know when to you know relax and when to speak to sum up all these things i would like you to you know give an advice to people out there like that struggling okay um there's something i read somewhere and i can't remember the stuff right now but it said something about um 
in disagreement, when you're having arguments, the couple needs to realize that they are not against each other, but they are together. You have to accept compromise. You have to listen. You have to be willing to meet the person halfway. And then we also have to try not to leave the present issue. But that's something that's always very common. Leaving the present issue. For example, why did you drop this cup here? Why did you leave this thing here? And I left this thing here and then you moved it. That is how you always behave. You always like things being done um, your own way, your own way. That had nothing to do with things being done your own way. It had nothing to do with the cup. So it's better to mm-hmm. become less defensive and then we're willing to compromise with each other halfway. If you've tried all of this and it's not working, I think you should see a therapist, see someone who will counsel you. And then I never, ever, ever leave out prayer. Most of the time, I don't know if there's this book I read, Praying Wise. It's, it's most times, eh, you, it's better you just tell God about it and God just deals with it for you. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. that's all we have for today on the chat decks i hope you learned a lot like i did and don't forget to stay productive until next time bye